This is the Family Man Tactical Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. I'm the family man that loves all things tactical. We're coming to you every week with episodes for gun owners, those interested in self-defense and concealed carry, and, of course, all you tactical gear junkies. If you're a family protector, you're in good company. Come on in, pull up a seat, and let's have some fun. All right, welcome back. So, uh, happy Friday, and this is the second podcast I'm doing in one week. Now, considering I kind of got off to a rocky start when I started this podcast almost, I don't know, 16 weeks ago, um, I would go two or three weeks, sometimes between podcasts, and a good buddy of mine would call me out, be like, dude, you set out to do something, get her done. Um, in a nice way, of course. And I just have to laugh and I'd be like, you know what, that's that's a good friend right there. Call you out when you need to be called out. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm I'm getting two done in one week. Uh, first one uh, this week was what? Um, bump in the night kit. And that was just kind of fun, uh, gear related. And, um, you know, I just got to say, I'm impressed or surprised or honored that uh, we're getting so many downloads. I think it really is about, I remember it's about the brand um, and the concept of Family Man Tactical um, and not the person behind it. Uh, Cause I'm quite honestly, just an average guy. Um, but I think the concept of folks being con- or concentrating on um, protecting and preserving uh, family life and really focused on furthering um, and benefiting their family um, and and being the purpose why we train with firearms and all that kind of stuff. Um, It just kind of resonates with people, I think. And, and I think that's why it's, it's doing well. Um, So I want to, I want to take a look back and 16 weeks ago, you know, started this thing and where am I at now? And I think, you know, I'm a project manager in my, in my real life. Um, and I handle national um, projects uh, that you know involve a lot of dollars and um, you know people and all that kind of stuff. And, and one of the things we have to do is we have to set milestones along the way um, to make sure that we're on track. We're on track with where we want to, where we started out to go, and where we're at now. And so this is kind of a milestone podcast where I'm just sitting back and going, okay, I feel overwhelmed with uh, gratitude uh, for the reaction on social uh, to this brand and the downloads and the positive messages people are sending over. And, you know, I don't ever want that to go to my head because, again, I'm no one special. I'm just some average dude, right? And, uh, you know who happens to be very passionate about getting better in protective skill sets, right? And I think I'm going to end up doing a podcast totally just devoted to who I am and what my skill sets are and where I learned them from, not to impress anybody, but to show anybody else that might have a doubt about where they're at and where they could be as far as firearm skills or mixed martial arts, or gosh, even learning basic intelligence um, best practices, um, stuff like that. 
Granted, I've had some really good mentors along the way um, that had some interesting skill sets. So there is about there is something to to the the fact of it's not always what you know is who you know because who you know can teach you what you know. Um, that's definitely important. But I want to get back to basics. If this, if this is one of the first podcasts you're listening to, you know the Family Man Tactical brand is completely about. Um, three main things and everything kind of falls under that umbrella is definitely promoting accountability uh, for myself the guy that put this brand out that if I'm going to talk about these things if I'm going to talk about um, using uh, a pistol with a red dot well I better be training with that and I better be training to the best of my abilities so that if I'm going to encourage other people to do it (laughs) I don't want to be a hypocrite right so I think that's infectious, though, because hopefully when I talk, you can hear me talking with a smile on my face because I'm passionate about this. And that accountability, um, when I'm talking about it to other people, uh, gives me a boost through the week to do the work, right? We can have all the cool gear we want. Um, You know, Americans have generally a lot of disposable income, so we can have really cool gear and stuff. But it's worthless if you don't do the training, if you don't go get the training from qualified folks. Um, And we have a duty to keep improving. So that's what it's about. It's about accountability. The second thing is uh, promoting a community um, on social. I'm just another voice saying, hey, Second Amendment culture, conservative culture, um, those that look out and want to better their, their family, their neighbors, and their community, that is the silent majority. The only thing is, we're not going to be silent anymore. <laughs> and you see people speaking up, getting vocal about it. And it's good. It's American values. Um, you know, and, and it flies in the face of um, what the media would purport uh, gun culture to be about in the United States. Yeah. So there's definitely that. The community, it's not just in the sense of um, punching and, and bullets. <laughs> it's also about um, being better uh, family people in uh, mind, body, and spirit, protecting our kids from uh, bad influences, all that kind of stuff. It's that ethos um, that is an underlying current in this brand. And then, of course, look, all the fun that I'm going to have bringing guests on, um, you know, just having a good time celebrating um, family protectors. You know, who doesn't love to talk about new gear? And uh, you know, I just put one up today about a, an AR build I did a while ago. It's not the most expensive build I've ever done, but man, it just feels right in my arms. I can shoot well with it. And uh, it's my favorite piece, you know, and that's a celebration of. Uh, just good gun culture and, and all that kind of stuff and uh, on the lighter side of things, right? Okay, so I always want to approach Family Man Tactical, uh, not from the tone of the preacher that's telling everybody how how things are and just, you know, I'm the educator. Look, there's a lot better educators out there, ones with backgrounds um, from every branch in the military. Uh, it just... <laughs> There's a lot of people with shingles um, on their shoulder uh, with, with skill sets that paid 
and blood, sweat, and tears for those. So why am I here? Well, again, it's those three things, but also just to kind of approach this brand as your peer, just some guy that you bring the kids over. We'd let the kids run around the backyard, build a fire, and uh, have a beer and just talk about life, right? That's what this is about. Um, and hopefully, you know, if you're listening to this, you kind of get that tone um, from from what I'm putting out. And every guest I have on is going to be the same way. You know, this is a, it's, it's one of those things where I'm going to bring in some experts um, to teach some things, teach me some things, and also let the audience benefit at the same time. But at the end of the day, um, the show isn't about bravado. It's not about ego. It's about bettering the people around us um, by working hard, putting in the work, putting in the effort. So, okay, um, things I can do better. I already took a look at this in, in the last 16 weeks and setting this milestone. Okay, got a lot of downloads, got, got good feedback, all that kind of stuff. What can I do better? Definitely got to get some guests on. Uh, guests um, kind of bring out uh, a different side of uh, a different point of view and uh, create some good uh, good uh, banter back and forth and, and uh, food for thought. So definitely going to do that. Um, yeah. Look, if you've got an idea, you want to hear something, you think we should be talking about something, you should reach out on Instagram or the Facebook page. Um, also got those listed in the show notes there. And uh, we can go from there. Let me know what you think. What can we do better? What are we doing good? Okay, so let's talk a little bit about fear. There's a lot of stuff going on in the news right now um, in our country. I mean, gosh, the last 18 months in this country has just been ridiculous. Um, and I got to tell you, there's a lot of people that are concerned and probably rightfully afraid we got to do something about that. And I just want to tell you what I'm seeing and what I'm doing about it. And maybe you are in a bad situation right now. You, you've kind of gripped with uh, fear and uncertainty about the future. But I want to remind you of a couple things. And I want to remind myself of a few things um, about the topic of fear. Uh, the first thing that's really important is to know that fear is a tool. Fear is a tool that somebody that is not your friend is trying to use to control you. You take that however you need to take that. On a spiritual level, on a physical level, that's the truth. Okay. Now, I'm a Christian. I'm not shy about that. And I believe um, there is a devil. I believe he, he wants to use fear and uncertainty to get uh, get us farther away from God. That's all there is to it. I also believe that there's bad actors out there. There's bad actors in this world that know all too well that people, when they're fearful, are easy to control. So let that sink in for a second. With everything going on in this country right now, fear gets our mind off of what? Fear gets our mind off of our neighbors. It gets our mind off of our children and our spouse. and focuses us on fear of losing our job, uh, 
fear of losing our wealth, fear of losing our rights, goes down the line. You focus on that enough, and it can be paralyzing. It can be almost as paralyzing as when you're about to get into a really bad situation in, in life and death. I've experienced both. Okay? I've experienced life and death situations where uh, I was in a really bad spot. Okay, um, I've experienced uh, paralyzing fear um, well, for the fear of losing one's job. That's not good. And you've got to fight back. How do you fight back? Well, you've got to fight back first, at least for me, um, inside my body, right? Inside my mind. Um, you know, and, and we'll go over that in a minute. But specifically, you've got people right now that are fearful over uh, this coronavirus, right? The Delta variant and this and that. And there's so much information, um, misinformation going out there and so many repeated mantras um, that I think folks, uh, wh whatever their viewpoint is on um, pro-vax or, or non-vax, Nobody's really certain about the validity of the information that's coming out, if they're being really honest, because it changes every few months. Okay, and that's that's the thing. Um, there are some folks that are being told, hey, look, you need to get this vaccine if you want to keep your job. Right. And, and it's it's not even it's not even debatable right now that um, the current administration is um, trying to coerce folks um, through their employers to get a vaccine. Now, I don't care which side of the fence you fall on. If you think it's good medicine, go for it. If, if you don't, you shouldn't. If it is effective, um, the folks that choose not to get vaccinated um, really shouldn't be affecting those that are. And let's be honest, um, there's a lot of fake news coming out about uh, hospital, hospitals being uh, inundated and overrun. It's just every time that comes out, um, somebody from a hospital says, no, we're, we're not full up. We're, <laughs> we have room. You know, there's, this is being used as a tool, folks. I don't care. Again, I don't care what side of the fence you fall on. Um, it's, everything is being used as a tool to coerce and, and cause fear. Um, then there's the whole thing that's going on with the AFT um, over uh, proposed regulations on uh, Second Amendment uh, infringements, right? Um, with the pistol brace um, and then, of course, uh, rewriting definitions as to what constitutes a firearm. You have a non, you have a regulatory agency trying to define. Um, things that were, were not a firearm before, and they're trying to move that in, in a direction that supports a political agenda. Um, and people are rightfully uh, concerned about that, but also fearful. Then you have um, you know, just, just uncertainty about what, what our uh, current administration is doing uh, with the whole Afghan debacle, right? And uh, a lot of upset feelings about that. And then, of course, it hasn't been too long. We had quite a bit of social unrest in this country. Again, so you, you start putting all these pieces of the puzzle together. And I think it's easy to not see the whole picture 
until you look at the whole picture. Am I, you know, you're focused on this piece, then this piece, then this piece. You start putting this all together. And I think people in the back of their minds go, oh my gosh, I've, I've just been in a constant state of holy crap uh, for the last 18 months. And that makes us easier to control. Um, so let's be honest. Our, our bodies, even the youngest adult listening to this podcast, our youngest people, our bodies will not survive probably at the very most another 80 years on this planet. But one thing that will, your legacy. Your legacy will follow you, follow on or carry on um, after you're gone. What kind of legacy do you want it to be? Do you want it to be someone that really isn't remembered for any bravery? I don't. I want to be remembered by my kids um, and my grandchildren as somebody that, you know, in the face of fear, acknowledged fear, and then acted in spite of it. That's what courage is, right? And, um, hey, I'm not perfect at it. I tell you, I've, I've really had to deal with um, situations that have caused me what I felt to be paralyzing fear, but you've got to act in spite of it. Well, how do you do that? Okay, this is what's worked for me, okay? The first thing, the very first thing, and this might not be popular for some of you, but it's my podcast, and uh, I get to say what I think, so here we go. The first thing is, I believe we have a creator. I believe he loves us very much. Whether we acknowledge him or not, you know, that's, uh, that's something that he exists. And um, I think it's important to establish, uh, look, he's reached out. Everybody knows, uh, um, for the most part, uh, in the United States, uh, who Jesus Christ is. But we're called to have a relationship with him and, and get things right, get on the right track. And one of the gifts of that right relationship with the Lord is um, peace, power and strength, internal strength and power. And I completely, I think it is completely supernatural. Um, I think it's uh, definitely brought on by being in the Word of God, the Bible, and praying on a regular basis. Just like working out, just like firearms drills, it's like a muscle. Your spiritual connection to God is like a muscle. you got to exercise it, and it's got to be consistent. And I can tell you, the Lord has made such an impact in my life, uh, helping me to be brave where I was not brave, helping me to have self-control where I didn't have self-control. So that's my first piece of advice. That is the best piece of advice I can offer if you're dealing with fear and uncertainty with all the stuff that's going on in this world right now is get right with uh, get right with the Lord. Now turn your life over to Jesus Christ. Uh, if you're serious about it, he's more serious. And uh, talk to him. You know, be honest with him. Tell him what you're thinking, what you don't what you don't understand, what you want to understand, what you need help with. And um, you'd be surprised. Okay, so that has really helped me. Again, you might be different. If if you're like, hey, Chris, you know what? That's cool for you, man. But I'm totally just never going to be a religious person. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna thump the Bible. What I'm gonna say is at least establish some time to meditate. If you if you're not a prayer, 
That's fine. Establish some time to meditate. Clear your brain. Quiet those negative thoughts. You don't want to listen to that stuff. Regardless of what your belief system is, negative thoughts are not good for anybody. Okay, so take some time. If you're not going to pray, take some time to meditate. Find a quiet place. Clear that those negative thoughts out. Focus on something good, serene, and peaceful. Okay, it's just good for your brain. The other thing is, oh man, gotta exercise. Look, I've been going through this stint in the last year where I just like completely neglected my my workout routine, and it showed. My stress level was up. Uh, I just uh, I was having health issues, um, and I. I, I was told by the doctor that the health issues that I have um, can't really be controlled through exercise. I disagree. Um, I just disagree at this point. Exercise has had such good, when I got back into my exercise routine, um, I got some good cardio going. And I'll tell you what I did. This might sound silly. I bought a bicycle. I ride a bicycle now. I ride somewhere between 16 and 25 miles a week. It's not a lot, but I make sure I break it up into three or four sessions. During those sessions, I listen to a podcast. Not my own. <laughs> I don't like the sound of my own voice. Okay, But I listen to a podcast that I like. Um, and uh, and you know, I can talk about that more later, what I recommend. But I listen to a podcast that I like. I clear my mind. And uh, sometimes I do it in the morning, sometimes I do it at dusk. But that's my time to let everything go, okay? I just let everything go. I get some exercise. I come back and my wife says, Oh, you big dummy, you are a different person. I'm glad to see you're doing better. You know, and that's, <laughs> she is really good to me. Um, but she's seen a difference in me too, Okay. Um, and I, the, the next thing I was going to say that helps is in immediate time when you're going through a stressful situation, this even goes for when you know you're about to get into a fight, is control your breathing. Now, a good thing about exercise is if you're doing consistent um, exercise, you know, you should be doing uh, consistent breathing and stuff. That's good for your body. You know, while all those positive, uh, those good endorphins are being released, but breathing patterns, um, you know, box count breathing uh, patterns, uh, holding your, you know, breathing in for a four count, holding it for a four count, um, breathing out for a four count, holding it for a four count, that whole kind of thing um, can really go ahead and help you um, calm down if you need immediate relief in a situation if you're feeling anxiety. All right, what else do I have? Okay, self-talk. There's a certain time when you got to look yourself in the mirror and call yourself out. There's a certain point where you got to, if you don't like behavior that you've been doing, uh, whether it be giving into fear or depending on something that you shouldn't depend on um, as a crutch, as whatever, maybe it's smoking, maybe it's drinking. You know, I'm, I'll have a beer uh, every now and again, but there's a point where too much alcohol is really bad. Um, you know, and I know somebody's rolling their eyes out there going, eh, there's no such thing as too much alcohol. I can assure you there is. Um, I grew up with an alcoholic father. Um, and, uh, you know, 
there's things that you that outside of moderation are not good for you. Okay, um, so I would say self-talk. There's things that you need to address with just you and yourself. Maybe you look yourself in the mirror. Maybe you're just talking to yourself in your head. Um, but your brain will listen to yourself. If you're concentrating and telling yourself something, hey, you need to change this now for the better, uh, the betterment of your family, for the betterment of your, your uh, peace and well-being and mental health. You need to start thinking like this or you need to start doing this. You do that enough, you'll start to listen. The same way if you allow negative thoughts in your head to just say whatever they want to say, you'll start listening to those. Ask me how I know, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, and then there's two other things. One, the, the next thing is, honestly, somebody taught me this a while ago and I thought it was so great. Encourage somebody else. Find somebody else that's having a hard time. It's, it's amazing the effect that encouraging somebody else or helping somebody out in a situation when you're having a hard time gets the focus off of you, or me, I mean, gets the focus off of me and onto somebody else. And it stops me from maybe having a pity party for myself or, I don't know, dwelling too much in the moment of whatever I'm dealing with is, is helping somebody else or focusing on somebody else. Um, I wouldn't call it a trick. I would just call it being a good person and focusing on others um, who are having a hard time in spite of maybe you having a hard time too, right? So there's a thought. The other thing is this. Look, if you're one of those people that's on the chopping block because you don't want to manage, have your health decisions managed um, by your employer or the federal government, maybe now's the time to take a stand and say, look, you know, this is a dangerous precedent and I'm going to take a stand. You know, again, I don't fault anybody for um, going and getting a vaccine that they believe in. So as long as they believe in it. What I fault people for is going out and taking uh, medicine because they're being coerced to do it. I've got a big problem with that. It sets a dangerous precedent. And sometimes the only way out of that is to be ready to let it all go and lose your job. Look, I'm not telling you to go ahead and jump up on the cho chopping block now. It's kind of an example. Okay, I can't tell you that that's... I don't know your situation. All I know is my situation, right? But sometimes, whatever it is, if you're being bullied, sometimes it's about stepping up and challenging that bully and saying, you know, you might knock me down, you might hit me, uh, you might give me the beating of my life, but what I'm not going to do is cower to you. I'm going to tell you you're wrong, and uh, I'm going to stand up to you. Um, it's empowering. And you know what? Bullies, I, I, it's hard to say. A lot of times it has an effect um, that we're not expecting um, and, and how bullies respond. Bullies are expecting um, cowardice and, and that's what they thrive off and they're used to getting their way. Um, dictators do the same thing, um, you know, tyrants. 
So what I'm saying is if there is um, this fear bullying you, unfortunately, at some point, you and I, we got to be brave enough to stand up to that fear. Whatever that fear is. Maybe it's the fear of, I don't know, something something really irrational like um, going down into your, your basement at nighttime when it's uh, dark. Obviously, you don't want to trip down your stairs, stairs, but you get my point. Maybe it's fear of the dark. you got to stand up to it at a certain point. It's the only way to conquer it. So, hey, look, I, I kind of feel like I've been preaching, but I just, I've, I've come across enough people in my life, friends and family that um, are just fearful of certain things, and maybe rightfully so. I know I've been, and uh, I just wanted to pass on a couple piece of, pieces of advice that have worked for me. Um, when you start putting all of those together, just like all those little fear pieces I talked about that we've seen in the last 18 months, when you start putting together all these little ways to counter fear, I believe it has an effect in your life, a positive one. And look, if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably because you're a similar mindset as me, conservative, Second Amendment supporter, um, and just want to be better, a better person for your family. Well, then you're my people, and I want to see you do well. Um, and I'm hoping if you have an idea as well, something... Um, that elaborates further on what I said or something different or in addition to um, that you'd go ahead and share it. Come on over to the Facebook page, uh, fan page. You know, I share the, the podcast. Everyone I launch, I share it on there. Just drop a comment in there or go over to Instagram and do the same thing. Um, the point is, you know, or shoot me an email. The thing is, I'd love to hear from you. It just, it's awesome. I was telling my wife, I was like, I cannot believe all these people are responding in such a positive way um, to what I'm trying to do with this podcast here. And uh, like I said, I think that's because this idea of being better protectors of our family, not just in a physical, but an emotional, spiritual sense, I think it resonates with people. And I think they're thinking the same thing uh, I am, um, which is really awesome, especially in light of everything that's going on in our country. So, um, yeah, it's another long podcast. I thought I was going to cut these things down to like 15 minutes. Um, and I'm too long winded. I got to get some guests on this podcast and, uh, start getting some, um, different points of view on things and all that kind of stuff. So, Hey, it is Friday. I hope you take some time this weekend to, Spend some time with your loved ones. Uh, maybe do some training. Maybe go roll around and wrestle with the kids. I know I'm going to. Um, and I'm going to come back and attack Monday as a better worker, <laughs> as a better protector, and a better husband and father. Um, so, hey, God bless you. Be safe. And uh, talk to you soon.